Thanks to SBS Fences, portable toilet and fence hire Sydney. This is Afternoons with Jimmy Smith. Give us a call on 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Alrighty, let's get into it on a Wednesday afternoon, a Wellness Wednesday. I trust that everyone is feeling good today. G'day Afternooners, thanks for tuning in. However you are listening, SEN welcomes you to our very broad house of worship. We're doing it all thanks to SBS Fence. Remember, they are the beloved naming rights sponsors of this program. So if you want portable toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney, go and see Alex and the team or check them out online, sbsfence.com.au. If you want to be a part of the program, and look, history tells us that you do, right? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. the text line 0457-736-736. We've got $100 cash to give away, all thanks to you, Tristan and the team up there at Top Sport. We'll also have the Signet Boost Power Bank to give away. So lots of giveaways today, as we do each and every day on the afternoon's program on SEN. So what's on today? News Corp Chief Cricket Writer Benny Horn. So we'll just we'll have a look at the game last night, quite obviously, but also the summer that was, what's coming up for some of the key players within Australian cricket. I think there's always interest out of that. What's coming up? Well, they've got the Tour of New Zealand, then, of course, the IPL. Isn't it funny with the IPL? We're, we're gobsmacked. Well, this is how it plays out for me anyway. I'd love to get your thoughts on it. Two zero four five seven. 736, 736. We're gobsmacked and uh, enthralled by how much these guys get paid at the IPL auction and then never watch a ball of it being bowled. So anyway, we'll get Benny's uh, thoughts on all of that. Michelle Bishop will be our special guest, the SEN reporter, after the uh, 1 o'clock. That's 12 o'clock up there in Queensland. So we'll have a chat to Michelle there. I think it's Valentine's Day. Did I hear that right? Hmm. It's our dog Chicago's birthday, which took precedence in this house, which is uh, a story in and of itself. Sports update with the maestro. We'll get stuck into more of those text messages. Afternoons amplified. And, of course, then the Who Am I, all thanks to the Signet Boost Power Bank. And then we'll dive back into that text line for sbsfence.com.au. So uh, what we do know, there's uh, still lots of news around. And it was Team List Tuesday for the very first time. Now, Matty Burton... <laughs> He wouldn't tell us yesterday, but I don't know. I got the sense he was playing in the number six. That's exactly how it is going to play out. But we're going to go through every one of the teams that are playing over the course of the upcoming weekend. And we will pick out the key player in our mind, in my mind. So uh, you might have a difference than that, a key player to watch. But uh, from each and every team as the NRL preseason challenge kicks off this weekend. In fact, it kicks off tomorrow so we're excited about that at Belmore Sports Ground but let's have a look at last night Davey Warner goes down swinging it was a loss to the West Indies well done to the Windies gee they scored some runs in this T20 series 220 for six so it was going to be a record-breaking run chase if Australia were able to get there they weren't Shafane Rutherford 67 off 40 that was not out and Andre Dreyrus 71 off 29. Poor old Adam Zampa got Pongo Wongo. Davy Warner, 81 off 49. Nine fours and three sixes. Tim David chipped in late too, but they fell well short. 37-run victory for the West Indies. But probably the biggest news... Well, there's two big pieces of news coming out of that game yesterday. So you take Jake Fraser McCook over there, one of the most exciting cricketers, if not the most exciting cricketers in the country, and then you don't play him. So, I don't know. It might have been just me that I was trying to get people to watch it on television and go to the ground. There weren't many there yesterday. But uh, the other big bit of news coming out of it, Davey Warner, 
has made this announcement. Um, well and truly done. Um, it's time for the youngsters to come through and uh, showcase their talent. And we've got extreme talent here, and you've got a lot of the guys here from Perth that are in this team at the moment. And uh, we got uh, we're in we're in good stead for the future. Ah, so there you go, Davey. A little shout out to the West Australian crowd as well. So well done on that one. But probably the last time Davey Warner plays in Australia in Australian clothing. So that was a significant innings for a bloke who's been a three-format star for just shy of 15 years. He's got the T20 World Cup coming up later this year. That's in the US and the West Indies. So he will be in Australian colours then. But uh, was it just me? Why would you take Jake Fraser-McGurk over there and, and not play him in that game? Anyway... Anyway, Kevin Walters has been putting out fires left, right and centre. He was doing it again on SEN Breakfast with Pat and Heels. Here's what Kev had to say. Apparently, um, Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds got into a bit of scuffle on Sunday. Did you know that? Um, Kev knew. I wasn't there. I've, I felt sorry for the for the two boys involved more than anything because I know what sort of people they are. And uh, Pat Carrigan and and Reno, our captain, both do so much, you know, in and around the community. So they, you know, made a uh, poor decision. Important um, when you do make these types of mistakes that you that you learn from. And I've certainly, you know, I'm no angel myself when it comes to this sort of stuff. But you know, this was 20, 30 years ago. All right, so that was Kevy Walters on the SEN Breakfast program up there with Pat and Heels. Uh, he makes a really good point. And, hey, uh, what a, you know, he who is without sin can cast the first stone, right? So Kevy Walters, uh, he was famous for loving a good time with his great mate Alan Langer during their, their time at the Broncos. I guess the difference around that, though, and this is, you know, the genius of Bennett, was that they were given just enough rain and then knew when to be pulled into line. And, of course, they were uber successful winning for competitions during the course of that time. Uh, so that's the difference between uh, what Kevy Walters and Alan Langer used to do and Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds have done. So, And I'll tell you what, a lot of people say this, but you know, if, if I was without incident during the course of, I'm not even saying the time of playing, but as a youngster, or even not as young, like you, you, you get into silly situations. We've said it yesterday. We've probably said it enough. We're going to wait for the NRL Integrity Unit to make their... A decision on this one. I would be gobsmacked. Yeah, they might get a fine, but I would be absolutely gobsmacked if uh, either of these two players are left off the plane to Las Vegas, but you might tell me differently on that one. Josh Adokar has spoken yesterday on Channel 9 News, but we've got the starting sides here for the uh, Indigenous All-Stars and the Māori All-Stars. So, Josh Adokar on the wing there. It's a good-looking backline, isn't it, for the Indigenous All-Stars, Latrell Mitchell, Josh Adokar, Hamaso Tabuofido, Katoni Staggs, Alafiana Camperera, Braden Trindle, Nico Hines. And then up front, Shaq Mitchell, Kieran Mosley, Josh Kerr, Adam Elliott, Josh Curran, Jermaine Hopgood. Uh, the bench is there as well. For the Māori All-Stars, Jesse Arthur's at the back, Jojo Fafita, Adam Pompey on the wings, Dane Gagai and Matt Timokor, Cody Nikarima, Jerome Hughes, so elite-level halfback. Royce Hunt, Brandon Smith, uh, there's a point of difference, isn't it? Uh, Leo Thompson, Britton Nicotter, Kenny Bromwich and Joe Tarpany. So very strong sides despite the absence of a, a couple of star players. But here is what the Fox had to say about, well, maybe some of the learnings that he had during the course of the off-season. To be honest with you, uh, it was probably a blessing in disguise. I know I made the wrong decision all that kind of stuff, but I've worked my backside off to be where I'm at right now. I've sacrificed a few things. You know, I'm on a diet, I only eat meat now, so... I do the the the, great, the what's a gratitude gratitude journal all that kind of stuff. I needed I needed to change. I figured it out and it's made me happy. 
All right, gratitude journal. Has anyone got a gratitude journal? Can someone tell me what they wrote in their gratitude journal this morning when they got up? This is, uh, what was it, Hugh? Hugh, uh, I can't think of his surname, but Hugh was doing it with Billy Slater in the Melbourne Storm and he took that to the, the Queensland Maroons. So the gratitude journal, I am, it's fantastic. So well done, Josh Adokar. Uh, still making changes and improvements in the off-season. So we look forward to that game on Friday night. That's the Indigenous All-Stars up against the Māori All-Stars. I mentioned Latrell was at the back. Josh Alloway has had to come out and apologise for liking a racially charged Instagram comment. So Pam Whaley is writing in the Daily Telegraph. That is a real sign of 2024, isn't it? The uh, player has done this. But... Um, this is the video that was posted to Channel 9 of Latrell And Shaq, his brother, was there also. Didn't say as much as Latrell, But talking about the racism that they have faced during their early years. A lot of racism. We, we grew up as kids and, you know, people driving past in their cars, yelling out, you're black this, black that. And uh, other examples where we're at games, nine and ten-year-old kids playing for Tayrid Rovers and, you know, parents yelling out and, you know, being racist because, we, you know, we're carving their kids up. We used to have to sprint home or, you know, yeah. and close the curtains and remember that, like lock the doors and yeah. I just stuff like that that makes you feel inferior. And... Uh, so that, that was Latrell speaking on Channel 9. Uh, yesterday, isn't it funny? Yeah, we were carving their kids up. and they... <laughs> I can imagine Latrell carving kids up when he was a youngster up there at the Taree Red Rovers. Now, uh, the comment that Josh Alloway liked was, biggest sook and always plays the racism card. So it's interesting about whether you turn off or on these uh, accounts and whether you can um, have comments made at the bottom of them and all that sort of thing, right? Biggest sook and always plays the racism card. I would have thought was the least racist comment that was under that video based on what I saw. So uh, it's just incredible. Ah, why don't they turn them off? Oh, that's part of the attraction, right? Part of the attraction, the engagement, which makes you wonder, uh, not only about, don't worry, traditional media, but also Instagram itself and uh, what they are looking to incite. Completely separate issue, I understand that, but I thought I'd have my say on that as well. Roy Masters was listening in yesterday by the sounds of it, calls for the NRL to copy the NFL's overtime rules. He's writing in the Sydney Morning Herald. The San Francisco Footy Niners would have won Monday's Super Bowl with the three-point field goal had the NRL's sudden death golden point rule applied, but it doesn't. And on the back of that, in 2022, this is the NFL made a change in overtime, postseason overtime, and said, no, no, you, uh, if the team's got the ball first and they get a touchdown previously, it would end the game. They said, no, that can't happen. But remember, it was touchdown. Not goal, not field goal, touchdown. Uh, for those people playing along at home, that's equivalent of a try for us, right? Golden try, golden try. 15 years I've been saying golden try. And then the poor old referees who cop nothing but criticism, mostly most of the time, but certainly during the course of golden point, they can blow a whistle for offside. They kick the two points, you're up. You've still got another eight minutes, six minutes, whatever it happens to be to get that try and it would make can you imagine a team a minute and a half left to play and they're coming off their own line and they're down 17-16 in golden point so think about the the type of football that would be played then that that's the thing that I think we should consider 1300 01 1170 the text line 0457 736 736 we'll get to the Super Bowl audience a little bit later on with Maestro uh, but I wanted to go through these teams for the preseason challenge and 
just have a look at the players to watch. You might tell me something different, but Bulldogs up against the Storm Belmore tomorrow. Surely all eyes on Bronson Cherry. Hasn't played in four years. This is incredible. Hasn't played in four years. He's going to be running out uh, in a first-grade trial. And then, of course, for the Melbourne Storm, all eyes on the great Ryan Pappenhausen. Said to be flying down there at the Storm and can't wait to see him in action. Knights v Sharks on Saturday at 1.45pm at Industry Group Stadium. Well, Tyson Gamble, I reckon, is the one we're looking at there. There's going to be question marks about whether he can retain his position in the number six. Jack Cogger's has been named on the bench. Jackson Hastings is there. So that's the interest for me. And Kay Dykes is the one at the back after missing all of last year and keep hearing very good things about the third-generation NRL player, Cade Dykes. Roosters v. the Seagulls. Anyone recognise any names in the Seagulls? I can't say no. No, not really. Oh, Ben Trebojevic. Yeah, we'll have a look at Ben Trebojevic. The reason it's interesting is he got a hat-trick last week and apparently he's flying and he signed a new deal and he's out on that left edge and Josh Schuster's on the bench. So... That will be interesting from a Roosters point of view. Lots of stars involved in that one, but all eyes on the number one, James Tedesco. The the great James Tedesco, who won five straight Jack Gibson medals at the Roosters. Everyone seems to be looking at him as a player under pressure in season 2024. The Eels and the Raiders at Net Strata on Saturday at 5.55. Ethan Sanders in the number seven jersey. He's the one that starred for New South Wales in the under-19s game. And KO Weeks at 5'8", position for the Canberra Raiders. Can he play 5'8"? Well, he's going to find out on this trial on Saturday afternoon. And then we've got the Charity Shield also at Net Strata, the Rabbitohs and the Dragons, so that's a doubleheader. Lockie Ilias is going to be a player that had, at different stages, uh, up and down season in 2023. So be interested to see how he starts 2024. And across the road, Benny Hunt. Now, there's lots of... Big stars, Zach Glomax on the wing, Tyrell Sloan at the back, and we're wondering how he's going to play. Jack DeBellin at, at lock forward. But Ben Hunt, all eyes on Ben Hunt in that trial and see how his season is going to shape up. Sunday over there at Apollo Project Stadium in Christchurch, the Warriors and the Tigers. Well, the great RTS is back. He's playing in the centre, so he's out of position. But uh, Roger Tuavasa-Shek is back for the Warriors, so that's exciting. And with the Tigers, I'll go a duo. Jaden Sullivan and Aiden Caesar in the halves. Can they get the job done for Benji Marshall's West Tigers? Well, we're going to start to find out on this trial game on Sunday. The Broncos and the Cowboys. Jake Clifford back from the UK. He's in the number six jersey, so be interested to see how he plays. And you're also going to wonder whether Adam Reynolds passes the ball to Pat Carrigan. Uh, away from that, he's always box office Reese Walsh. So Reese Walsh is the one I am looking at there in that. Broncos v Cowboys game. And then the final game, the Dolphins and the Titans. Sunshine Coast Stadium on Sunday at 6.15. Herbie Farnworth in the new cup. We, we were sitting down with the maestro beforehand and thinking, oh, Flegler, Farnworth, Farnworth, Flegler. We went Farnworth, but only just. So a couple of key watchers there for the Dolphins. And for the Titans, right. Dez's might be the most interesting watch up there in the uh, coach's box. But Ken Marmalor, who is out on the wing at his best, uh, a standout, a Dallium 
winger of the year previously uh, and does carry the ball very, very strongly. He is on the wing for these Gold Coast Titans sides. I'd be interested to see how he plays out. You might see it a little differently. Is there a player coming out of these trials that you're most interested in watching? You let me know. one three hundred o one eleven seventy, And the text line, of course, 0457-736-736. We are up and running on this Wellness Wednesday. We're going to take a break and then come back with some of these text messages coming in. So, oh, dear, there's some poems coming in. There's one from Dunny. Oh. We may or may not get to that after the break.